0: Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. The Chicago Cubs are going to be a part of the 2023 season. Dansby, Tyone, what are they up to? Rodon to the Yanks and a couple other moves. It's players home. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Myself, Jake Stromboli, Trevor Pluk baby davis on the ones and twos john uh he's at his winter meetings right now um we uh between thanksgiving christmas winter meetings and we had a another big blitz ball thing going on by the way big blitzball thing tomorrow night or tonight when you're listening to this go check it out on warehouse games the forgotten rotten trev your forgotten rotten in another championship game versus nikki cast dalton feely and the love yous uh, make sure you check that out, 6 p.m. Monday night. Trev, how you doing, Big Daddy?
1: Jake and BBD, it's great to see you on this Sunday morning. Yes, we're recording it for the fans now because, look, so much stuff has happened. We got to cover it all. I'm doing well. You know, the Blitzball thing, I got to say, I love Nikki Cass off the field. On mm-hmm. the field, probably the most hated I've ever had someone in my mind like playing against, like I cannot stand Nikki Cass on the field, and I think it shows up during the game. But dude, let's talk about some of these moves, let's get right into it.
0: And Nikki Cass, big reason I ran into Vinny Pasquitino oh last God. night. I've got to tell that story, uh, at the end of this, but you're right, Trev. First, we got to talk about the Chicago Cubs, uh, because they They brought in Jamison Tyone, our guy, big coffee dude, nice little contract, sure, middle of the rotation guy. All right, Cubs, what else? Dansby Swanson. They were rumored to be in on all the big shortstops. Uh, There was one left. (laughs) People were, I was wondering, would Boston get involved? Would the Dodgers, they haven't really made their move. The Cubs had been rumored. They did it, Trev. They bring in Dansby. What is it, seven for 177? Did I get that right? Holy smokes.
1: Something right around there. And they've been rumored this entire time. um, You know, they wanted to bring in one of these shortstops. The other guys went off the market and here they go and bring in Dansby at last. You know, we were talking about does the fact that Dansby's now wife playing soccer in Chicago, does that like get him to go there? And I think Chris Rose was like, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. But when you're doing these negotiations and like, Maybe this was the best offer. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was similar, But when there's things like that pulling you, uh, I think it probably did factor into the decision. But also playing, you know, for the Cubs at Wrigley is very attractive to a lot of baseball players. Chicago's a great city. You know the Cubs have a great fan base. You know you're going to get treated well. So I think this is a great all-around fit. I'm kind of like looking at the Cubs roster and there's a few things they could still do, but they've made some moves. Like, you know, we keep thinking about them as, you know, this team that's in a transition, like where are they at? Are they, are they going for it? Are they rebuilding? What's going on? Are they retooling? Um, I think they're going to be competitive in a division that's not very competitive. I don't think they're at the Cardinals level yet, Jake, but a few additions here and there, and we could be talking about this team like competing for the NL Central.
0: Yeah, I, I hate to have some dumb irony here, but uh, if this roster had Anthony Rizzo, I, I think i really like this team. Um, it, it feels like they're missing one kind of consistent bopper and, and first base is kind of available for them right now. Alfonso Rivas listed as their starting first baseman. Um, I'm just happy for Cubs fans. Uh, you know, they they still didn't know where their team's head was at. Uh, you know, they they brought in Stroman last year. They brought in belly. Uh, Ian Happ has his free agency coming up. Nine figure Happ, uh, maybe 10 figures with the way the CBA is working nowadays. Sheesh. Um, and then they bring in my guy Tyone and you're like, all right, you know, pencil, pencil that in for, you know, 165 good MLB innings, however it ends up looking, but it's still, you're right. Compared to the Cardinals, they weren't there. The Brewers are retooling. It's, they're going to be one of our more fun PPPs this year. The Brewers sneaky added, uh, you know, uh, Jesse Winker to the middle of that lineup. They added, uh, another righty bat too. Uh, I'm blanking, but they they were retooling on the fly. But the Cubs, you bring in a dude, man. And and the biggest thing that was kind of driving me nuts about Dansby's free agency, because I get it. Some of his early career hitting stats aren't that impressive. Even the past three years where he's been pretty consistent and he's, you know, a 110 OPS guy, OPS plus guy. But from shortstop, that's super important. And everyone's freaking out about his arm and his defense. He won the gold glove last year. It's working for now. I don't know when the wheels are going to fall off on it, but for now you just got the all JM shortstop from last season and you got it at the cheapest shortstop contract. So I'm interested. How do you feel about all that? I mean, compared to the other shortstop contracts where Dansby landed.
1: Well, I think that this is like, the price of doing business nowadays, especially with this CBA. So yeah, I mean like we're getting guys making $300 million. I never want to like encourage teams to spend less, but I mean, look, this is still a, you know, a contract that the Cubs can surely afford, can surely afford to go do more stuff with. And you're right. They do need to add some more pieces. First base is there, you know, probably a rotation piece. Cause right now it's like Tyone Hendrick Stroman. And then a couple other guys, like I'd like to see them add something there. But yeah, I mean, look, there were four good shortstops available, and you got one of them. I think you should be really happy about that. And there is something to be said about guys figuring some stuff out. Okay. You could look at the 5 7 war last year and say, well, that's by far his biggest output of his career. And maybe it's an outlier, but you could also say, hey, Maybe he's kind of figured this thing out a little bit. He's 28 years old right now. That's like kind of when guys used right. to be entering their prime. Like, give the guy a chance to prove the Cubs front office right. And I think you like the guy, and I think he'll be a good presence in the clubhouse. He's a winner. He, he's a star. He really is, man. Like, so be happy. But the Cubs, I think you just got to go just, just a little bit further. Just a little yeah. bit further.
0: I feel that. Go a little bit further in your Muggsy jeans. I think they've got some Chicago roots to them. I was wearing my Muggsy's last night. Uh, mm. I wear my Mugsies almost every day. If you don't know, they're the most comfortable jeans on the planet. And they're having their biggest sale of the year. Do you like that? That sounds pretty nice. Entire site will be up to 30% off all of your favorites with free shippings and free returns. So if you get a pair, they're a little too snug, a little too baggy, free return. Send it back. They'll get you the right one. Man, the holidays are like full-blown here, Trev. Sheesh, man. What happened? Uh, So you need to go to Muggsy.com. No code needed for the 30% off the entire site. No code. Just go to Muggsy.com. It's simple as that. Simple as that for your simple-ass Kid Cuddy. Thank you, Mugsy. They are the exclusive gene of John boy himself. Uh, I don't think we can fully say John boy media, but they are the official gene of John boy himself. Uh, no code. Go check out Muggsy.com. It's Muggsy. Um, so Trev, I, I guess we should wrap up on the Cubs before we move on. I, like, do you expect another move? Is that, is that weird to say? Cause I, it feels like they need either one piece on the hitting side or one piece on the pitching side to get all of us like, all right, Cubbies, let's go. I, I do expect
1: another move. I expect like a, a rotation piece, some sort of depth there uh, to come their way. And then also, yeah, probably a corner infielder. I and mean, there's some veteran guys available. Would Longo look good in the Cubs uniform? Mm. Would he go out there? I know, I know our boy Wisdom has kind of been playing some third base, but I, I – I don't know man i I see them bringing in either a first baseman or a third baseman and probably some rotation depth and then if you do that, the roster kind of starts to round out and again, like this is not some banger of a division, dude like make the right moves have some guys step up bansby you know like work that plate discipline get that on base percentage up the slugging I think will be there in Wrigley for him. I'm starting to like the team but but i liked the team before and we kind of last year we kind of got giddy about when we we're doing the the ppps or the tpps what the fuck are they called mm. and then it didn't really happen for them so you know i i think i always kind of just associate the cubs with you know having some sort of stuff figured out but maybe i maybe i should stop that and really take yeah it.
0: L- last year i you know I I was giving speeches about Raphael.
1: They could do it.
0: (laughs) Raphael Ortega. And like, how is this all gonna work? And it it didn't. That that you know, that was the that was the end point of it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple interesting guys. I guess you just wonder uh, Brandon Drury. Um, we've been wondering where our guy Brandon Belt is gonna end up. Like, you know, even a couple of those small things uh, that would help make us feel a little better because they would still need a lot to go right and they would need a lot to go wrong with the cardinals uh to really become uh I don't know for the cubs to be back in the NL Central but you you got to you have to love it as a cubs fan i i don't think i saw any cubs fans being like oh my god we game 7 cuz i don't know juxtaposed to those other contracts i um i think i'd rather have dansby's contract potentially over Bogart's. but i i don't know who who cares You get one of the best players in baseball, figure it out later. Um, Trev, I think we're jumping to your Yanks. Uh, Me and Jamalam.com did with BBD on Talking Yanks. Go check it out if you want the full flushed out thoughts. But Carlos Rodon is a Yankee. Uh, One of the moves that was somewhat rumored from the start of the offseason. But to be fair, this guy was rumored with a lot of teams because he's been incredible the past couple seasons. Yankees, you know, Garrett Cole, Nestor, Sevi. They add Rodon to the mix, more of a power lefty, uh, to pair with uh with Cortez from the left side. Uh, what do you think of the move from the Yanks?
1: Well, obviously I love the move for the Yanks, but I want to mention, like, you know, we keep talking about Steve Cohen and and he's the new He's the new Yankees, if that makes any sense. He's the new boss in town spending all this fucking money. And I think the Steinbrenner's kind of saw that. And then with the Aaron Judge thing, yes, that was a lot of money. But in my opinion, that was the bare minimum. And that's kind of weird to say $360 million is the bare minimum you could do. But right, like if you're the Yankees, signing Judge is the bare minimum for the offseason. So if you do that, you're happy, obviously. But hey, like we need to go get more, I think Rodon is that kind of like FU move, like we're going to go after this, because now the rotation sets up to be one of the best in baseball, I don't. I have to like check every rotation out before I put out my updated rankings, but it's going to be one of the best in baseball, Frankie Montas is going to be your five starter you got some guys there, so I like that I still think they need to continue to add to that lineup, because you know, as we saw last year, like it can get a little top heavy there, and we can have some outs at the bottom of that lineup, I think they're going to probably rely on some of the young guys and that's kind of what I'm gathering but the Rodon move to me again this this is like an answer like we're still the Yankees we're still going to go get guys when we want to go get guys and I know you guys have to be happy with this because he's a fucking animal man
0: He's uh the the stats don't lie, and and by the way, the contract six years, one sixty two. Uh, in the days leading up, people were rumoring seven, eight, because he's he's thirty years old. You know, we we see we saw Jacob Degrom at thirty five get a five year deal, and in this year of free agency, Bogey brought in eleven. You know, we've seen a 13 13er out there. Uh, you were wondering where it was going to land with Rodon as kind of the last big fish pitcher. So, uh, when six for one sixty two dropped. I I mean, I I know me and BBD looked at each other and kind of shrugged like, that's that's fine. Roll them out there. Um, And yeah, it's it's this, the Yankees have a new window right now where you brought Judgy back and you're paying him a ton of money. You brought in Garrett Cole and you're paying him a ton of money that if you're not attacking it now, I mean, five years from now, the Yankees could be (laughs) a little funky to watch, man. I mean... You know what? What's Aaron Judge look like in five years? What's Stanton look like in five years? What's Cole? Is he still going to be like- under
1: contract in five years, Stanton?
0: I think Stanton has five left. So, but <laughs> <Couch>. in four. <laughs> so I'm. You know, uh, there's going to be an interesting stretch five years, four years down the road for these Yankees, but. For now, you need to attack the window. And they've got some youth on the way, some some big prospects and Volpe and Peraza that everyone's been waiting to see. Dominguez has been waiting in the wings for a while. And now the question is, are they going to flip them to kind of retool that left side? Because people thought they were in on Benintendi. He signs with the White Sox. We'll probably dive into that more uh, next step with John Boy. Um, but man, I um, if they didn't do Rodon, and this is snooty Yankee stuff, then the Yankees kind of had, like, three to five moves they were going to have to do. And we we didn't know what they were. I, I mean, were they going to cash in all their prospects? Bring in Rodon. Your rotation's pretty good. I, I mean, you've got four you love. Montas is your question mark. And he, you know, he had a tough sample size and an injury with the Yankees. Uh, They got to retool that left side. And I, I wonder if it's trade market or I, I wonder if it's just... They bring in a couple shots at left field, and if they need to make big moves at the deadline, they can do that.
1: I don't want to, like, you know, I love my twins, right? Sure. I love Minnesota. They're my people. My son was born there. They got a lot of outfield depth. That's the talk of the town, getting rid of some of those guys. I know Joe's McFly is on record as saying he doesn't want Max Kepler but they got a lot of different guys out there, and it wouldn't surprise me if something like that happened. I think, I think the trade market for them probably does make a little bit more sense because who's really out there on the free agent side that that makes sense for them
0: in in left field right now? Not a lot, man. I, like, I mean, there's Conforto maybe like Conforto's like David Peralta. You're, you're Jerks and Profar. You're just starting to get to a different yeah. You know, a different level of ball player, not, not to be shots fired at profile. It was great last year. I think he's going to get a nice contract, but it's probably not the piece the Yankees need, but we'll see.
1: To me, I'm like, let's get someone that can play some defense. I know left field and it's, it's small out there in the corners, but when I think about the Yankees, I'm like, okay, they had a really good year defensively last year, right?
0: Yeah. Like let's keep adding
1: to, let's keep adding to that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah or i mean do they need, do they need a bopper out there i guess you can go either way I, I would hope you get a little bit of defense but you could also use some some more bats there towards the end of the lineup i don't know it's going to be interesting to see what they do cuz i from talking to you guys and kind of like seeing what they did last year and holding on to all these guys like i'd assume they're going to try to do some youth movement stuff there in the infield and and maybe they have too much depth there now. Is that I don't know if that makes sense. Kind of at the yeah, top I mean, level it, minor league, you
0: have those guys and you either got to play them or you gotta trade them. I mean, the the Yankees have now passed. I think I, I saw the tweet the other day and I, I forget who it was, so I should give someone credit. But it was now in the past two years, the Yankees have passed on eight all-star shortstops. <laughs> so <laughs> if you do that and you have Peraza and Volpe on the way, two guys, you know. Volpe I mean they treat as the next judge like he's he's become a religious figure within the Yankees or so uh, I I think at some point you got to find out this year everyone's kind of assuming they're going to do two months in the minor leagues with him though so that leaves Peraza who played a little bit at the end of last year but they gave him kind of the jeter doc treatment uh, and, and then we've got, uh, our is Waldo Cabrera hanging around. Who's got the necklace. He came in with swag. He can play everywhere. Um, and he's in discussions for left field shortstop or trade. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think for me, I, I think the move is a left fielder. I know Kepler's been rumored. Brian Reynolds has been on a lot of teams rumor list. Uh, and it is a big left field, so you need kind of a rangy guy out there. It's how Brett Gardner racked up all that war that mm-hmm. makes some Yankee fans mad. Um, I would love if they bring in a left fielder, you can begin to talk yourself into everything else between the prospects. Does Josh Donaldson bounce back at all? He was incredible defensively last year, but he was awful offensively. You just you've now given yourself options that when you come up to the trade deadline, you still know you're gonna need a couple things. Every team does, but their bullpen's in a good place, their rotation's in a good place, the top of the lineup. Well, outside of kind of a true leadoff guy, we'll see where DJ LeMahieu's at. Um, But no, uh, Yankee fans, I think when they signed Rodon, it was a little bit of an exhale, which is completely obnoxious.
1: It's not obnoxious. That's what you should expect from the Yankees. I love it. man. I love it. Uh, Quick before we move on. Yeah. You know, there are times when the student becomes the teacher. Yes. I think it might be time as I'm working with Kotuck in the cage and as I'm getting my bearings back as a hitter and I'm like, oh, I know how to teach this. Do I need to call J.D.? Do I need to call J.D. and say, let me help you this time,
0: bro? Yeah.
1: You're still playing, and I'll help you. Get the Yankees back to the promised land. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Depends how you treat me over the next month or
0: so, okay? Is, is that your official offer to J.D.? I could
1: take a look at some things. Take a look under the
0: hood. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know I do. Speaking of looking under your hood, Manscaped. Fellas, this episode of Talking Baseball I just is Manscaped. To you just manscape just it, JD. Did. Uh, the global leaders in below the waist grooming. Wow, that's a big one. Uh, and they got their X. brand new, they got some new products, Trev. They've got the cologne, a little cologne for you. I mean, hey, they got everything else. Why not? I know uh I know Poppy could use that. Uh, <laughs> and they've got a new Perse- persevere body wash. Jim's gonna be all about that. And with code talking. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. 2023 is on its way. And the last thing you want to do is be the guy with the pubes getting in your way of making it your best yet. No lies detected, man. Uh, okay. Like imagine if you out. let those pubes ruin your year, just get rid I of mean, them. it's a good point. You don't want to go into the new year, uh, just straight Reggie Bush in it. Um, Get the performance package 4.0, 20% off and free shipping with code talking. That's code talking at manscaped.com 20% off. Are you I keep it high and tight? Yeah. Is yeah. Reggie Bush your dude? Wasn't he at some some LA thing you were at? Uh, he coached my son
1: in football. Uh we're not, we're not we're not <laughs> Come friends. On. We're I mean, look, I'm not like saying I wouldn't be friends with him, but we're not right. friends. Say no Reggie
0: stand. saying Reggie Bush coach your son is pretty badass man
1: <laughs> should have hey. thrown my son the ball more <laughs> yeah
0: well we uh <laughs> that'll be <laughs> up in the final hour um all right so where are we jumping boys uh we got Rodon or we did the cubbies we did Rodon I say we move um, on to everybody's got a new catcher segment every new segment alert everybody's got a new catcher. So we haven't full. we haven't done Wilson Contreras. We haven't done the Sean Murphy trade. Zanino, Vasquez, Narvaez. Our guy Hedges signs yesterday to yeah, the Pirates. Bad. Let's go, baby. So I, I guess it does deserve to be mentioned. We did all that Cubs talk. Wilson Contreras out into division competitor, <laughs> the St. Louis <laughs> Cardinals. Uh so that feels like a big one. And then the big trade, and then and then we should do the rest. But maybe we do Wilson as as we we already did some Cubs talk.
1: We have to decide right now if Wilson is the new Adam Frazier or Adam Frazier is going to continue to be Adam Frazier because he did just sign with the yeah. Orioles, I believe. Maybe we'll I, talk about that next I episode. Think
0: next episode we talk okay. about yeah. the Adam Frazier signing.
1: Okay. All right, we'll start with Wilson Contreras. Uh five years, 87 and a half. Goes to the Cardinals, um, saying all the right things. Um, I I love this move. I think the Cardinals have made like some of the smarter moves in baseball over the last couple of years. It's kind of shown up for them. Uh Arenado, thank you, Rockies, for paying for us to have him. That's yeah, one of the all time heists in baseball. Um we talked about this at the trade deadline. Can, would the Cubs do it? Would the Cubs send him over to the Cardinals? It didn't end up happening. Um, but now they kind of get their guy. And like I said, he at the press conferences, he's been saying, look, Cardinals fans know me from the Cubs. They might have hated me there. But when I'm on your team, you're going to love me. I play with passion and drive and all this stuff. And he's showing respect to Yachty. And it, it, he's saying all the right things. Now, I think the biggest thing... For him to do. We know he's going to show up offensively. We'll see how much he actually ends up catching. I think that's important to to figure out. Is he is he gonna be a hundred and thirty uh games behind the plate type of guy? Like I don't I, I don't think he is going to be that. Probably some more DH, uh stuff like that. Um uh, but it's gonna be important for him to learn that staff and to be able to call a good game because those dudes in the Cardinals rotation are so used to that. Having you know, maybe the best catcher of all time defensively. I don't know. People are probably going to be mad if I say that. I'm not even sure about the numbers on that. But one of, yeah. okay, people? Yeah. Uh, That's a big... That's something that pitchers really, like, love. Consistency behind the plate. Knowing, you know, the game plan and and how he sets up and all that. That's going to be different. I think it's going to be okay. Obviously, you have spring training to work through it. And no back. Helping kind of the transition, I think, is really cool. And I wonder if if Yadi kind of like has some sort of role in this transition. To me, it makes sense that he would. And that's like saying a lot about the Cardinals and the relationship that Yachty and Molina has with the city.
0: Well, the, I mean, the two things you mentioned there, St. Louis being one of the best baseball cities and well-run organizations, times Yachty, who, you know, is a legend in his own right. Yeah, you wonder if we start a little catching tradition here in St. Louis. I'm I'm fascinated to see the next step because, I mean, Wilson Contreras is going to hit. Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of all he's done. He's had a positive OPS plus every year except one. Um, and that was 2018. He was still an all-star that year. Career 808 OPS. I, I guess the thing that I don't know, because, you, you know, we a reminder the talking baseball new year reminder, you know, your team better than us. Like, you know, I, I've seen Wilson Contreras catch, but I haven't watched Wilson Contreras catch, you know, over a over a four game set. So uh, going from Yachty, who's, you know, one of the kingpins of baseball catching, like if there if there was a book that came out like how to catch at the MLB level, you know, Yachty or Molina would be featured on one of the first few chapters. Now, Wilson Contreras, a guy that the Cubs, it, it seemed like for years, we're almost trying to get off catcher. Remember, they signed Jan Gomes and, you know, he's playing left field and he's moved around a little bit. The kid can hit. Um, And it seems like they're locking him in to be their catcher, which, hey, in 2021, he caught 116 games at catcher, which that's that's a big boy number at catcher at the MLB level. So just interested to see St. Louis's reaction to Wilson Contreras uh, as the catcher, uh, because, yeah, I mean, for five years you know, again, father time kicks in more. I know it didn't with Yachty basically, but uh, I just, I want to see how Cardinals fans react to his defense. And maybe I wonder if there is like a Yachty pride thing with Wilson that he's like, if I'm going to be catching in St. Louis, I better raise my game to the next level, which uh, I mean, again, with all that Cubs talk we just had, if Wilson Contreras becomes uh, a little nastier defensively going to the Cardinals, that would, uh that would grind your gears a little bit, huh? Hmm.
1: <laughs> You know, I think if you're the Cardinals, you kind of look at it like this. Like, sure, you want premium defense at every position, but you have to find a balance between, you know, offensive production and defense. The guys that can do both, we know what those guys go for. We all know them. They're the superstars in the game. It's very hard to be elite at both. There's very few players that can do that. But when you're looking at, like, you know, catchers and like OPS and offensive production, like his numbers are like way at the time. So maybe you're like, we can have that big of an advantage offensively from this production. We can take a little bit of hit on the defensive side. They're going to have the time, like I said, in spring training where he's, he's going to have to really learn, um, the pitching staff and what's funny is when you see new catchers come in i've seen this a couple different times now in spring training usually like the veterans guys that are getting deals like this they don't fucking catch bullpens they don't they, they're they play the game and they do this they do that this dude is going to have to be out there bright and early catching those bullpens making sure he's in all the pitchers and catchers meetings learning and every single day so this spring training it's going to be a lot different uh, for Contreras, but I think he's going to welcome the the opportunity. And once you, once you get into that organization, I feel like it's pretty easy for guys to buy in. And I know people may not like to hear like Cardinals way or whatever. They're a well-run organization. Uh, they have the veterans there that kind of like make you respect the jersey. And when you're around those guys that put in the work, like they do, like we know all those guys in the Cardinals do, it just influences you. So whether he was planning on doing this already or not, he's going to get into that clubhouse and he's going to work because that's what they do in that organization.
0: Yeah, and it feels like one of those things that, you know, if you – painting isn't the right comparison, but it's what is in my head right now. Like, hey, Wilson Contreras, if you go out and you you go to spring training and you paint that house 20 times this spring training, you won't have to paint it again. Like, if you put in that time now – then people won't call you out and there's just easy articles that like, you know, Wilson, there's only one veteran player at the field at 7 a.m. today. It's Wilson Contreras and he's working with, you know, so I expect those out of St. Louis spring training and sorry about the painting thing. That I don't know just, what that
1: was about, that just but I, will, got weird. I want
0: to tell you this.
1: I'm going to give up a secret of mine. OK, OK. You know, I'm coach Trev. I coach a little bit yeah. here and there. I, mo- mostly I am. Guys can come to me if they need some advice. But one thing I always tell guys, especially um, in spring training and or if like you have some question marks about your defense, I say, you know what? Go do your work and do it in front of people. People always say, oh, it's all about the work behind the scenes. Bullshit. Sometimes you need to go work and let everyone see you so everyone can start talking about it. Just like you're saying, oh, shit. Contreras was out there before anyone, you know, working on his framing, working on his uh, on on blocking drills. Uh, Yachty's out there with them. Holy shit, like this guy's into it. And then you start to believe it too, because it's out there in the press and people are asking, oh, you're working so hard. You're like, fuck yeah, I am. And it snowballs from there. So that old adage of do the work behind the scenes, sure, you have to do some work behind the scenes, but also do it in front of everybody because it holds you accountable <laughs> too. Yeah, I'm serious about that. I, I've given that advice out a lot. Hey, you want to you want to bust the the rumors or the talk that you're not working hard defensively. Go fucking work hard defensively in front of everybody.
0: Right. It's it's one of those uh, chicken or the egg thing. Like, you know, if hey, if, if you're out there fielding grounders uh, before the game and the, the media happens to see that, guess what? Now I know. You know, if, if you have a, a third baseman who has a bad day at the office and then you don't hear or see that you, you assume you're like, I don't know, show guy and taking care of himself, but also at, just as a fan or the media, yeah, you, you know, it, it's He's not working work. out
1: there. It's okay. He's working out yeah. there. He's you know, you don't have, have work.
0: to work. You don't have to be Scott Boris at winter meetings. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't have to take grounders in the parking lot in front of everyone, but you know, it, <laughs> showing. Showing people you're doing the work is also doing the work. So I, I've got no qualms with that.
1: That's what I'm saying, dude. I need to start like a consulting firm. I got all these little tricks yes. that you know kept me in the big leagues long enough. I you're I figured your guys, some things
0: out. Your guy Scotty B. And by the way, uh just going roster resource and clicking between the Cubs and the Cardinals. I mean the Cardinals are <laughs> it's, it's it's a different animal. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, they have you know. If you take Goldie and Arenado off the Cardinals, then you kind of have the Cubs. <laughs> but, uh, so those are two MVP guys. Let's see if the Cubs have any other moves in them. Good for the Cardinals. A little catching tradition there. And then, Trev, it, it's pretty nuts. The other big one here, uh, is the three way trade, uh, that, you know, you're, you're, have we boy not talked was... about this? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. The, when okay. the offseason starts to go, um, Sean Murphy, uh, one of the best, um, you know, butts in the league, best butts in the league, top three no. young catcher, something like that. You know, you if you haven't heard much about Players. him, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's the Oakland effect. Um, traded to the Braves, they kind of make their move. They give up Kyle Mueller, the the young pitcher for them. They give up William Contreras. So the Contreras Bros are both going to be in the Central. That was the other big righty I was thinking about that the Brewers brought in. A's, they get a handful of prospects. Everyone loves super utility man, Esther U- Ruiz. Um, you know, there's there's a couple other guys. I could tell you about Freddie Tarnock's strikeout numbers, but I don't think we need mm. to. Brewers get William Contreras. Joel Piamps, fun name. Guy had a kind of a breakout year a little bit last year. Um, but I mean, Sean Murphy headlines the deal. He'll be catching for the Braves. And also, William Contreras out is big news. So, uh, Trev I know you're you're pretty connected to Atlanta as you're kind of their oracle um, yeah. so what uh, I guess what was your reaction and and kind of I want to do a little bit what Braves fans were feeling because their online reaction wasn't uh, like stoked <laughs> like they I saw a lot of people asking like is Willie Adamas in this like are we getting a shortstop too?" they get Sean Murphy who's a uh, an all JM type guy.
1: I've given my take on uh, baseball today. My show I do with Chris yes. Rose, that beautiful human being.
0: Yes, This is what I
1: said. This is what I think about this whole trade. I think I'm happy for the Braves because this is what smart teams do. If you can find an upgrade at positions and this guy is bangers defensively and can hit, like you don't find catchers that can do that. We just talked about William Contreras and we said um, – You know, like we know he can hit. Well, I'm kind of one of those unicorns, especially at the catching position. So did they give up some prospects? Sure. But that's what it's all about. The major league roster is what it's about. And you have this awesome team. And now you're improving one of your holes that you have. And they have very few holes to to fill. And they did it. OK, I think what we're going to see is Murphy. I think Darno's is going to stay there. I think they're going to kind of be the one, too. And I think that's great. For the Brewer side of it, you get one player and you get three players. You bring in a guy that was an all-star last year. You needed some thump. You kind of got it. I think it's good for them. I think they were like, what, we can do this and get these guys? Okay, sure. We want to be part of this three-team trade? Sure. And then for the A's, I could fucking care less, man. I don't like talking about them. I don't like the way they run their team. Every single time somebody gets good and gets a little bit of recognition, they trade them away. And I know that's like I, can't, I mean, can you say beating a dead horse? I don't think you can say that anymore. That's out. Oh, I just did it, though.
0: Oh, 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 um, yeah. A, a like, things. we, I
1: just I can't I can't with with the A's. Look, I mean, we know this is how they run their team. So you you have to expect it. But if you're a fan, you're like, come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing yeah. here?
0: No, it's uh, A's fans. I, I, Trev was beating the, the D.H. there or whatever. <laughs> Um, no, it it stinks. I mean, look at look at Matt Olson, your first baseman for the Braves as well. Like that, you know, it there there's something that's actually sickening to being an Oakland Athletics fan that, you know, we we do bring up when we have to, because it's brutal. I I mean, if that organization was run differently, like look at San Diego right now. Oakland could be that. It you just need a, a ballpark and an owner who cares. Uh, and they're so far away from that, that stinks. Um for the Braves, uh, I love them getting Murphy, uh, you know, one of the top catchers in the game. I think him leaving Oakland will be good for him. Uh, you know, you know, going to yeah, a class, no shit, dude. going to Did a go class to go to this team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Going go to a class organization. You got studs all around you. Um, you know, I I think we're going to be talking about Sean Murphy a lot more, uh, which is good for him and good for baseball in a way. Again, sorry, athletics fans. And hey, clicking from the Cubs to the Cardinals to now the Braves, <laughs> we're seeing a different tier of baseball team. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals are the Braves uh, without Ronald Acuna Jr. and mm-hmm. Michael Harris. Uh, so uh, the Braves are stacked. I, I guess the conversation was, were they going to get a shortstop or do they believe in Vaughn Grisham? Um, who by the way raked last year <laughs> so uh if they do all right you, you might have your next 22 year old shortstop Um, do you think they're gonna do anything there
1: I'm not so sure it doesn't seem like it you know the more and more you you know I know hindsight's 2020 with the whole Dansby situation I, I thought he might go back there because it just seemed like I told C Rose if it ain't broke don't break it Um, hmm. but that's not the way they operate dude like they don't they're not going out and paying free agents. They're either signing you young, or like with the Matt Olson thing, like they had that plan. You trade for him and extend him. I, you know, I think they're saying, "Look, Dansby, thank you for your service, but we can we have enough in our roster that we can give Grissom a chance and not have to give this payroll this massive spike in uh, payroll, and now we still have flexibility for during the year if an injury happens or. Uh, we seem to be deficient at a position, where we still can go make a move. I think this is just the Braves doing exactly what they've been doing, which is smart roster development.
0: And this is this is a little obnoxious, but the, go look at the Braves roster. Right now, Mike Soroka is their five-starter. Uh, Please, Lord, the,
1: can we see him? The, Please, Lord. The,
0: the last two guys in their bullpen who aren't long-relief are Kirby Yates and Nick Anderson. Uh, two guys that have been at the peak of the profession, and those are their bonus pieces: to Minter, Iglesias, Jimenez, McHugh. So, uh, the Braves are stacked. I, I do want to spend more time on the Brewers part of this because I I was mentioning it with the Cubs and the Cardinals. The like you said, the this is so Brewers. Uh, it's like it's very kind of clever and sneaky, and they almost probably couldn't believe they were involved in this trade. Um, now, in the middle of their lineup, they had William Contreras. You know, 25-year-old all-star catcher, Bing Bong. Uh, and they threw in Jesse Winker, who's, you know, had his one bad year last season. Seattle cut bait and sold low and on his salary. Where I think Milwaukee was like, well, we get one year of him and we tap in. I don't know. I I'm interested to see. They're gonna depend a lot on their young guys. Is Garrett Mitchell a guy? Uh Urias, can he put it together for a full season? Um, but When you see Yelly, Adamas, Tellez, Contreras, Winker, I don't know. uh, You just picked up a kind of a dude in Contreras, and if Jesse Winker's any semblance of who he was, this might be the best Brewers lineup we've seen in a little bit, and that's what we've been asking for.
1: You're right. I mean, look, they're going to find a way to piece it together to be competitive, and that's what they do. I think we all ask, like, can you do more than that, though? Because you got this pitching staff, and this is what teams dream of you know having those top three guys like you know teams that's when they go so i i I like what they've done i still i still implore them to like let's go make a splash dude like let's can we we go all in can we do that or at least any semblance of it because i don't think this is that yet i think we're still saying well a lot of things have to go right and we're gonna have to have big years from this guy and that guy when it's like you know what let's And I don't even know who's available for them that they can go out and get right now. There's still some guys out there. I know that, but be a trade, something. I would like to see them make another big move before the season.
0: And I... You know, I, I think big move, you know, actually me and I think BBD witnessed it. I forget if it was talking baseball or talking Yanks, but me and BBD debate or me and Jimmy debated if if this Sean Murphy three way trade was a big trade and you just get into a gray area of what counts as big when you say the Brewers make another big move, it you know, it's it's out there to be had. I, the name that I keep coming back to because I remember he was rumored there last time and um, was our guy Justin Turner? Uh, you know, are the Dodgers ready to move on from him? He had like the best second half of any player in the league. Like, the, does he wanna make an uh, you know, a later in his career appearance in Milwaukee? Is he going back to the Dodgers because they really haven't made too many moves? What's going on there? Um, but yeah, the right now the Brewers are kind of banging with the Cubs. And they're a move or two away from us being like, it's gonna be them and the Cardinals again, and let's let's see what happens.
1: Turner makes so much sense there. I know they they offered him last year, I believe. Right. So he they they've shown interest. I, I would love him to go there. I think that'd be a very um seamless fit.
0: The fine people of Milwaukee would love him. Uh Kyle Mueller, go be a stud in Oakland, and we'll see you get traded in a year and a half. That's that's kind of the best advice we can give you. Uh, Trev, let's wrap it up. Uh, I I have a funny Vinny Pasquantino story, and I just want to get your thoughts uh, on a couple other things. And those thoughts are brought to you by Athletic Greens mm. AG One. You mentioned your show, Baseball Today, with Chris Rose, big athletic, green's guy, athletic, sexual man. Everyone was watching him yesterday as he was presenting that Cleveland football game. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino. oh my God, huge Chris Rose fan. Um, I'm sure who he, isn't. He, he was, he was like, dude, I can't believe you work with Chris Rose. <laughs> I was like, he's all right, man. Like he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't kind of a dork. don't get weird about it. Um, Athletic Greens, if you're looking to get a little healthier, one delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics to start your day right. New Year's coming up. Get it tight. It's time. Uh, And one of the best things with Athletic Greens, they use the best of the best products based on latest science, which is constant product iterations and third-party testing that means they're always trying to get better trev
1: i'm gonna just give my real real um review of athletic greens because i am a guy who likes to start my day with an athletic greens and since i've been doing that my energy levels have skyrocketed i do it on an empty stomach people first Mm. thing in the morning
0: and look at me look how good i look and it's early here in california hot Okay. Uh, and we, we got to get you to the tennis court. Athletic greens has given you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit dot slash baseball. How about it? dot slash baseball. Take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's dot com slash baseball. Um, Trev, let me tell you, I got to get the full Vinny Pasquantino story off my chest. Uh, okay. cause that's. Hot. that's been burning me and then Get uh, Benny if, off your chest if they mm. uh so uh, there's a popular bar in NYC that's known as the Gem Saloon. It's more of a younger kids bar I I've already put in my my time there as a youth um I ended up there last year, it turns out. uh it was a uh friend significant other's birthday. you know, we had drinks otherheres we were like, let's pop in there for one blah blah blah. So this is last December. And a guy comes up to me and he says, you know, I'm getting a little love in the city these days. And he's like, hey, I'm I'm love what you guys are doing for the game. I'm Vinny Pasquantino's friend on the Royals. And I was like, all right, this is before Vinny P got called up for the Royals. So I think I'd heard the name, but also, you know, not super familiar. By the way, Trev, go check out the kid's stat page. 800 OPS, more walks than strikeouts. No, as a rook, yes, Tro. No. His stat page is gonna blow your mind. So whatever. I I give him I give a little dap and I'm like, all right, you know, nice to see you, but I'm you know, I'm here with some friends. Thank you. I get a call, (laughs) I get a call from Nikki Cass last night, and he says, he says, you know, you you big timed Vinny Pasquantino. And I was like, What? I I haven't big timed anyone. And he goes, Yeah, he saw you at some bar at the it's something like the gem salon last year. And I was like, time out. That was Vinny? It was Vinny Pasquantino. Oh, I didn't no. realize. Oh no. He hadn't been called up to the show yet. Um, so then I heard about this. I messaged Vinny and he was back there. He was visiting a friend. So I went downtown. I had I had the hour and a half I needed to get down there. Yuck it up with him. Awesome dude. I think the biggest takeaway is Trev, your and BBD's reaction to his baseball reference page. <laughs> the dude can hit. Number two, um, awesome dude, sports guy. I mentioned how much he liked Chris Rose, and he's a big baseball fan, which not all baseball players are big baseball fans, but he's like... Uh- the reason he loves Rose, he's like, I grew up on Intentional Talk. Me and my mom used to watch Intentional Talk every day. So uh, Vinny Pascuadino, a dude, I kind of accidentally big-timed him, but now we're friends.
1: Did he mention me at all, like he enjoys my work? There wasn't a ton of Trev talk. Okay, now I can say what I want to say then. <laughs> okay. I thought you were talking about Vinny Pistano. Okay. I still wasn't sure who that was that you were talking about. Vinny Pastana was a pitcher that I faced that was with the Indians at the time. But this is a young stud. Yes. Yes. That flew over my head right there. Okay. And then I just checked out his baseball reference page. And yes, that's it's, it's kind of boner central, bro. Yeah. The Italian yeah. breakfast, the Italian nightmare. <laughs> is that what we're yes. doing? You Italian uh, boys love to stick together yeah kind of love, love it kind of love it i did fit in really well in italy so maybe i'm kind of in that crew you know, fr- a frenchman in italy sounds good you've got you've got white lotus season two vibes um hey yeah. yeah i'll tell you this i'll never make that mistake again uh Vinny, you are on my radar now and um i hope that you watch baseball today because it's better than intentional
0: talk whoo sheesh and yeah by the way i don't know clicking around uh you know we're not to the tpp's yet but uh, you know, are the Royals closer to the Cubs than the Cubs are closer to the oh, Cardinals? I don't know. I don't know. Yarby on there. Um, Trev, any other baseball stuff you need to get off your chest? I know we, I actually, why don't we just clean up some of the, ca- I guess, Zanino Vasquez, or maybe is it Twin Talk right now? Vasquez and Gallo, you drinking the Kool Aid? Um,
1: I'll. S- I don't know if I'm drinking the Kool Aid on the Twins just yet. I think there's more moves to be made. Like I mentioned before, there's kind of a lot of outfielders out there between, you know, Nick Gordon, Royce Lewis, uh, Larnark, uh, Kepler, you know, Kirillov. Like there's a lot of guys out there. Um, so I think there are some trades that are going to be made. Uh, Vasquez, you know, you want to have a veteran catcher there. I'm, I'm down for that. Gallo, I think, you know, on a cheap deal, maybe they think they can tap into something. Uh, he played in New York and LA. That's a lot of distraction going on. Bring it on home to Minnesota, Minneapolis, mm. and just focus on some baseball, some good food, some nice people. No one's going to be booing you, Joey. How about that? So hey, I think Come on, Joey. Yeah, maybe that's all he needs is like a pat on the butt, and the Twins like, hey, we'll get this guy. Because that's what we do here is we, we make you feel good about yourself. So I like it. Am I going yeah, to you... Twins Fest? I'm not sure yet. I'm still deciding.
0: <laughs> Figuring it out. Uh, yeah. I mean, Gallo, like you said, they have a little bit of outfield depth. They probably try to change that into something to retool. I love Vasquez, man. Uh, the guy's just a gamer. Put him behind the dish every day. If there's a big at bat in the seventh inning, he's going to give you a good at bat. And for today's catcher, that's, that's not bad, man. Um, so I, I like that for the twins. Let's see what else they've got in the tank. Cause man, missing out on Correa or were, were they going to be a that mystery hurt. team for Dansby? Yeah. You you felt it in Twins like Correa, they bought what Correa was selling, and he he ended up getting the big bad and big bag in the bay. That's a nice saying.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't I think I don't know what show I mentioned it on, but like you know most of the time the Twins are so far away from the elite free agents that like it doesn't sting when they don't sign him, but like Correa was like a kind of a reality for them. Like it could have definitely happened, and it didn't happen, and now we'll see. They got they have to make some moves.
0: I uh, Zanino with Cleveland—that's fun. Narvaez with the Mets. I mean, you know, when when you're not mentioning a two-year, fifteen-million-dollar move for a team, that's a good sign for your off-season. Uh, go Los Mets, and our guy Hedges with the Pirates. Maybe we see the Pirates staff get a little boost from his pitch framing, and and you get some good stuff on the Rose rotation. Yeah.
1: Sorry about those five racks, bro. Come on to New York and buy us a dinner.
0: <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> sorry, sorry Sheesh. about you, hedgie. Shush. For the Uh, twins, uh, just gals numbers at Target Field in his career, oh, very good. And last, anecdotally, last year, by far his best series of the year, Target Field. Just
1: be nice to Joey, Minnesota. You guys can do this. It's easy
0: for you. Just be nice to him. Here you go, Joey. Yeah, you got this. Bat on the ball, (laughs) Uh, dude. There's so (laughs) there's so many other big moves that we're gonna get to. Coming up, I mean, Bassett to Toronto, Ben Benintendi, Taiwan Walker, Syndergaard, J.D. Martinez. There's going to be a little Dodger segment coming soon. Yeah. We'll save that for when the big fella is back. Uh, Trev, Davis, love you guys. Uh, <laughs> was Poppy a little late today just watching the World Cup and forgot the start of the time? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to wear it. Trev's going to hold it over my head for a while, but I like that. That makes Trev happy. Yes. So uh, love you guys. Anything else? We'll talk Blitz more
1: on Wednesday.
0: Blitzball battle. Good luck, Trev. Chick socks. Hey.